On this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, she went out wheeling alone in an area known for harsh terrain, and surprise, she ended up needing to be rescued. Shelly Campa joins us to talk about her experience. This week in Jeep, we're going to hear more details about FCA's official death wobble fix, and we'll hear what the State Patrol thinks of the new Wrangler's folding windshield. Wrangler Talk is going to reveal why Tammy is leaving us to become an astronaut, and will be leaving the show to join the Mars missions. Nikki G calls in, and oh, wait a minute, maybe it was him that was going to space and not Tammy. Anyways, we got a whole bunch more show coming up, so stick around. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Jeep Mama. Are you sure? Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in. This episode of the Jeep Talk Show is brought to you by Extreme Terrain, off-road outfitters for Wrangler and Toyota truck parts. Stay tuned to learn how you can win $5,000 in Jeep parts from our friends at Extreme Terrain and Red Rock 4x4. Hey, it doesn't matter if you have a Jeep, want a Jeep, or never drew anything but Jeeps, this show's for you. Josh, Tammy, and myself are here to inform and entertain you while we talk about Jeeps. Hi, I'm <laughs> I'm Tony. And I may buy another Jeep this weekend. <gasps> Better not be red. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I, think, I think our homeowners association says we've hit our limit. All right. Hey, I'm Josh. <laughs> I just flew back from the Midwest, and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> but I'm bummed. Take my wife, yeah. please. <laughs> hey, I'm Jeep Mama, and I think from social media, uh, all the stuff I've seen, I think I've been fired. Tony, Josh, what's going on? Uh, HR needs to see you after the show. Bring a box. <laughs> Local Jeep news, national Jeep news, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. And This Week in Jeep is, of course, brought to you by Amazon.com. If you've ever wondered how you can give back to the show for providing so much free content throughout the year, all you've got to do is go shopping and go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and press the big Amazon button there. After that, anything you buy at Amazon over the next day will give the show a few cents of support while costing you nothing more. If you like what you hear, have gotten any benefit from what we're doing, well then please consider giving back. That's jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and look for the big Amazon button. Hey, and thanks in advance. Well, it's amazing what the threat of a major lawsuit can do. In fact, we're getting rid of a co-host just because of that. No, I'm kidding. Absolutely kidding. (laughs) Fiat Chrysler recently revealed that it has finally engineered a fix for the infamous death wobble that has allegedly plagued owners for, well, for years. Uh, While FCA has claimed the issue doesn't really affect vehicle safety, most people who've experienced it would vehemently disagree. Hence, the class action lawsuit. Anyway, the fix is shockingly simple, which leaves all kinds of questions. The topmost would be, if the fix is so shockingly simple, why did it take so long to get to this point? FCA says it will now install new steering dampers of stabilizers in Jeep Wranglers that need it. Owners will start receiving announcements in the mail as soon as this Friday, so make sure FCA has your current address if you believe your Wrangler could be involved. In a recent press release, FCA Chief Technical Compliance Officer Mark Chinobi states that with the original steering dampener, uh, air bubbles would form within the unit, and in cold weather, the oil in the dampener thickens up, making it harder to dissipate the air. The new steering dampeners are designed to let that oil move more freely, helping it dampen out the vibrations more quickly. Not everyone is excited about the proposed fix, however. 
The class action lawsuit filing even names the steering damper fix, saying it's a band-aid that doesn't actually solve anything. It goes on to claim the problem, quote, can only be re remedied by a substantial revision and repair to the suspension system. Still, FCA is asking the court to dismiss the federal class action lawsuit in light of this proposed fix. What FCA may not be calculating is that in th this new news could scare off potential Jeep Wrangler shoppers and anger current owners. With Ford getting ready to launch the Bronco, the Wrangler might not enjoy the same kind of unchallenged dominance it's enjoyed for so long. Now, if you would like to learn more about Death Wobble, its symptoms, and how to fix and avoid it from happening to you and your Jeep, well, go back and listen to episode 393 in our interview with Dr. Death Wobble himself. So, this is... That's, go ahead, Tammy. I'm, I'm no, flabbergasted. I'm, you're what? I'm flabbergasted here. No, I. that's me. I'm like, it's not this a steering dampener issue. And and if it really was, don't you think Steer Smarts would have, like, ah. said, hey... I hey, was wondering if, they, if, the they're, if they're going to chime in on this. I'm, I'm really curious to see their news feed here this week. I'm going to be reviewing that over the weekend to see if they chime in on that. I'll be curious to see if they throw their two cents in the ring about all this. I'm, I'm with pretty much everybody in the class action lawsuit in with that this isn't a fix. It is a band-aid. There is an underlying issue that is causing this problem to surface, whether that is geometry and the suspension, whether that is the way that the axle is set up. I don't know. There could be a hundred different reasons why this is happening to a brand spanking new vehicle. Um, but I'm, I'm with everybody in this lawsuit that is, that is saying that this is not a fix. It's a band-aid. So I'm really curious to see what happens with this lawsuit and how Jeep and FCA handles this. Well, it, it's a band-aid. And if you think about it, it's a cheap fix. It really is. So that's the important thing I think here that we, that we need to focus on is but the, the the most frustrating thing about this is is what what is the thing that you tell somebody when they ask you about death wobble you know I, or, or they say i'm going to get a new steering stabilizer it, it makes sense because of where it's positioned and what it can do but it does not fix the problem we always tell everybody it will not fix your death wobble problem because that is not the cause of it it is something that is supposed to um, make it less likely to get in that harmonic resonance. But it, like you say, it's only a Band-Aid. I mean, and it's great that you reference episode 393 with Dr. Deathwobble. He himself believes that it is the flimsiness of the track bar, uh, certainly of the suspension parts, but I believe it's, he said track bar, that's causing this issue. So if you look at it, a Jeep can go in there, and or FCA can go in there and, and do this multi-hour uh, several hundred dollar track bar uh, redesign and replacement, or they can just put it on a, a new steering stabilizer. And I have no doubt that the steering stabilizer probably does have an issue. Right, and I and I'm I'm gonna bet that for some people it is going to diminish the problem to some degree. Uh, I uh, but I'm I'm with you 100. percent It's not going to fix it. Uh, and and really. <sighs> I mean, I, I'm wondering if, if they have something else on the back burner. Like, they're just yeah. going to go ahead and throw the cheapest thing out to try oh. and, and just satisfy the masses out there and hope that this is going to, you know, go away. And if it doesn't, they have this over here that is going to take care of things once and for all. What is but, the, so, but what's the quick fix? If you're facing a class action lawsuit, what's the quickest thing we can do to stop the lawsuit? Now it makes more sense. Like we've like we've like come up with a fix. Yeah, I mean it is, and and this this steering dampener fix. I mean, for all of us who have been around Jeeps for for any number of years, 
who are involved in serious customization and stuff, we know adamantly that this is not a mm -hmm. fix. This is just a Band-Aid. Um, but for people who are new to Jeeping, who just bought their first Jeep, and it's a brand spanking new 2019 Jeep with problems, they're not going to know about this, you know? So it, it's going to be pulling the wool over the sheep's eyes, kind of, so to speak. I, I don't well, know, man. And, and this is before the, the, the front end parts get worn. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you put the steering stabilizer on it, that might take care of it now. But what happens when you get, uh, you know, 15, 20, 30,000 miles on it? Uh, especially with this this harmonic resonance being set up, which I, I think will wear the parts quicker. Yeah. So you know, I, it's going to be the, now it's going to fall onto the problem of the next owner is what I'm thinking. And at that point, you know, all, all you know, all, all calls are off. So like, it, it's it's well, who knows what the previous owner did to us? Clearly, you know, it's, 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 I don't know. So, I don't know. But the great thing is, is that you can't. They do make aftermarket suspension parts for oh, yeah. Jeeps. So people can fix it themselves, but they shouldn't have to spend that much money on a brand new vehicle and then start throwing parts at it to, to fix a design issue. And, and, and I believe it is a design issue because yeah. they're trying to keep the weight down. They're trying to make it as, as, you know, they're trying to meet those federal guidelines. You guys remember this whenever you're pushing your, your, your government employees because you want, you know, 70 miles per gallon on a vehicle. And you remember this. This is what comes from that. Yeah, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yep. Careful what you demand. Well, you got to be careful with what you do with your windshield on your new Jeep if you're going to be driving around on the freeways. Those bastards. Many, many Jeep enthusiasts are well aware of most of the design changes in the newer 2019 Jeep Wranglers. One of the highlights that stood out during the unveiling of the new Wrangler design was finally a truly easy-to-operate folding windshield setup. Now, although virtually every iteration of the Wrangler came with a windshield that folded down, it wasn't always an easy task to accomplish let alone practical. Who wants to drive home after a full day of wheeling with the windshield down only to catch every rock, bug, and drip that found its way into your path? Eating bugs at 65 miles per hour doesn't sound like fun to me, nor does driving my Jeep home wearing a full face helmet. But many out there want to know if this can be done legally, or even if it is something that any of us likely wouldn't ever do. So, a fellow Jeeper pulled over a Minnesota state trooper, and before being tased, asked him the <laughs> law regarding folding windshields. For years, there has been arguments over whether or not the law specifies what the rule is when you have a windshield, but the factory designed it to fold down. So, to many Jeep owners, the law is kind of gray in this area, and we are all curious to see how the State Patrol approaches this law or rules for highway use. Now, according to the Minnesota State Patrol, at least, when it comes to a windshield in a passenger vehicle, you are required to have one. Under Minnesota State Statute 169.468, it states that the commissioner has adopted federal motor vehicle safety standards, which is where it states a windshield is required in the federal law. For the purposes of a Jeep's windshield being designed to fold down from the factory, this is quote-unquote for off-road use only, according to the state patrol. Motorcycles may or may not have windshields, but even when they do have windshields, they do not meet legal requirements, and a rider must wear eye protection, face shield, goggles, or glasses. You can avoid a ticket in your Jeep, and likely a crash, if you simply buckle up, drive at safe speeds, pay attention, and always, always drive sober. Seems like good advice, straight from the long arm of the law. Granted, highway regulations do change from state to state, so there might be a loophole in your specific area. But to play it safe, just fold it up before you hit the asphalt. It's just more government bullshit. Uh, don't, there's, 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 uh, what is it? Pennsylvania that doesn't let you drive without, uh, with the doors off. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, yep. is that right? 
What, oh, what yeah. the hell? And then there's, uh, I think in your neck of the woods, you have to have uh, mud flaps. Is that uh, correct, Josh? Yeah, that is that is correct. You can't have more than uh, 50% of the tire exposed past the edge of the uh, fender flare. And you have to have, um, uh, in Washington at least, you have to have mud flaps on your off-road vehicle. So, I mean, forgive me for saying this, but fuck you people. It's a, it's a, it's a goddamn <laughs> oh. Jeep. And... I want to be able to drive with the freedom that God gave me. If you, if you little piece of Honda owners, sorry, Josh, don't don't like it, then just you know drive away from me. Uh, imagine I'm a Swift driver or something, and you want to stay very far away from me and my 18 wheeler. So I, I got to tell us how you feel. No, so I got I got to qu- I got to follow up on this a little bit more, uh, Tammy. It, so so no, you can't ride doorless. You can't drive doorless there. That, that just boggles my oh, mind. I, I see like all the... Pennsylvania, yeah. On oh, Pennsylvania. So what, what do the UPS and FedEx drivers do? Because out here, all they, of the guys... They have run, a t-shirt run, with a, uh, <laughs> a door. With a wind scoop on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, they have a t-shirt that has a door on it. You know, like, kind of like the, the, the seatbelt thing that you have the fake seatbelt on Out here, every delivery <laughs> truck driver, I don't care if he's delivering bread, milk, or Amazon well, packages, is driving down the road with the with those sliding doors wide open. Personal I mean, freaking every, responsibility, you know? Seriously. Seriously, <laughs> I am so sick and effing tired of nanny state BS. Yes. It, it, just, I've had it up to here. <sighs> I'm okay. Usa. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, if you like, have a news tip or you want to rant like we do, or you have a response to any one of our stories, be sure to let us know. We want to hear what you have to say. We really do. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and find out how to reach out. Hey, coming up a little bit later in the show, interview with a Jeeper who was rescued off-road, Shelly Campa. I recently did something to my Jeep that I was surprised to find out that there's more than one person, me, interested in. Um, I've been looking I at... Los, I think the state of Nevada has deemed that illegal now. I, the, no, actually, that's, arrested that's for where doing, it's oh. legal. <laughs> <laughs> It just depends on the speed you're going down we and how many people you have like with you. a story like this on the Tony and Josh show. Yes. I know where this is going. I've seen this movie before. <laughs> we need a uh, we need a segment with Dusty uh, Dusty Don. Uh, weird and unusual things that happen that aren't Jeep related. So uh, there, there, there's actually quite a few people that have been interested in this story. I uh, posted up a uh, a story about uh, installing an Android head unit into my Jeep Cherokee and the the proper one, the XJ. Uh, and uh, I posted that up on jeeptalkshow.com, and it's a it's a continuing story because it's not uh, complete yet. And if you look at the pictures, it looks like crap, and I, I know that. But that's what happens when you try to fit a double DIN uh, device, stereo, whatever you want to call this thing, because I really don't think it, it would be called a stereo system, into a, a DIN and a half spot. So if you're not familiar with the Jeep Cherokee XJ like Josh and I are, um, it, it, it comes with a, a fairly nice uh, radio. Uh, I think yours are probably the same as mine, Josh. DVD, I'm sorry, CD, uh, cassette, and AM/FM radio, and and it's rather large. Uh, it's a lot larger than the one den unit. In fact, it's a, a 1.5. So that is very tempting whenever you think about modern day and touchscreens and so on and so forth. Uh, and they're get, and those touchscreens and uh, uh, those units are getting so inexpensive. Well, the other day, uh, my volume control stopped working on my 20-year-old uh, <laughs> entertainment center in my XJ. 
And I said, well, you know, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. I'm going to do it. And it wouldn't be the first time I've installed a stereo in a vehicle. So I figured I would uh, jump over to Amazon.com and uh, look around a little bit. And I found a, uh, a an Android head unit for $169. Uh, double DIN unit, of course, seven inch touchscreen. And uh, uh, I prefer to have a, an actual knob that you can adjust for the volume, uh, but that kind of takes away from some of the screen size. So I went with one that had push buttons for the for the uh, volume up and down. And I've t- I'll tell you, there's been a couple of times that I've, I'm driving along and I just reach over there to turn the knob. And there's no knob now. There's just a screen. <laughs> that muscle memory, hard to get rid of. <laughs> and I have to take my eyes off the road and look down, you know, because I'm not used to it yet. Because this just happened last weekend. I mean, I mm. literally ordered it like on a Thursday. Uh, it came in on uh, a Sunday. Uh, actually, I must have ordered it later than that. But it came in on a Sunday, and I installed it on Sunday. And uh, I actually had a, uh, a bit of dash, uh, that center section of the dash. I had bought one of those off of eBay sometime back, anticipating doing this. You're so talking about just the the, the bezel, re- replacement yeah, the one that bezel? just pops off the front, uh, you know, okay. where it exposes the radio and the the controls. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I I bought, uh, purchased a uh, a Dodge uh, uh, Chrysler uh, wiring interface, so I wouldn't have to actually chop the wires off of the the factory uh, plugs. Plugged in those uh, those plugs uh, into the the factory. And then wired the uh, the head unit uh, to uh, this, these adapters, and it, it was very simple. Um, got it up, playing. It sounded great. Uh, it didn't work until I actually provided a signal to the Infinity amplifier that I have. But once I was uh, able to turn yes. the amplifier on, everything worked great, and uh, I, I really like it. Uh, I've installed a uh, uh, a um, an app for uh, the GPS because it comes with the GPS antenna. So I now have GPS on this seven-inch big seven-inch screen in the middle of my dash, and it's now you don't offline. have to you don't have to do like Mirrorlink or or Android Auto in no. order to make that work. Uh uh-uh. no, it's oh, it, it's all, I downloaded an offline one, the one that doesn't require internet connectivity. So did the stereo that you have come with like a USB cable to where you could do updates like firmware updates and in applications and and that stuff, or you do have to be hooked up to a wireless network in order to make that happen? Are you talking about the the radio that I have now? Well, yeah. How you, okay. how did you download an app onto your radio? Is what I'm getting. It at. comes with Wi-Fi, uh, so ah, I'm, just, okay. I'm just sitting in the driveway on my Wi-Fi, gotcha. and also too, I, I I have hotspot available on my phone, so I can actually turn that hotspot on. I've got it both set up, so I, I turn the hotspot on. It's going to connect to the internet through my phone, and uh, same if I'm in the driveway, it, it connects to my home Wi-Fi, so I can uh, install all those apps. I've actually got a, a, a the Google Voice installed on there as well uh so that i can see text messages and send text messages right there from the screen uh the the the, the wireless i'm sorry the uh, hands-free uh bluetooth for the phone works great it's got all my contacts listed in there for 169 mm-hmm. bucks this thing is is amazing and sounds really good uh it's only 45 watts per channel whereas the factory was 50 uh, but it, it's plenty loud, even in my loud Jeep. So we'll be talking more about this in the upcoming episodes. And, and also, too, uh, I would recommend everybody follow along in the post on JeepTalkShow.com. Just, uh, it's a recent post, and it, uh, there's a picture of the Android head unit. Probably the thing that I'm going to be doing uh, that's the most important thing is uh, I've, I've ordered some plastic from Amazon, uh, some thin plastic that I'm going to try to shape with uh, a heat gun and also to epoxy it in place. 
and shape and sand and get this thing where it looks factory. Now, I will mention this as a teaser. I am going to be doing the same thing to my wife's TJ, but the, the great thing about the TJ is uh, they actually make that center bezel so that for a double den. So I do not have to reshape that whole thing. I can just buy the bezel that goes right in front, take oh, the old nice. one off, put the new one in, and there will be some trimming inside, I know, to fit the double den into the TJ, but it's kind of the same situation uh, as the XJ. You can put one in there. So she's really excited about that. She's been wanting a reverse camera uh, on her uh, on her Jeep for a while now. Very cool. Can't wait to, to hear about that. I'm very curious about the, um, the, the aftermarket bezel for the TJ. Uh, I, I want to do some research on that. I, I want to know if, that's, if it's possible to uh, possibly make that modify that to make it work for an XJ. Yeah, it would be nice. Uh, it, I actually, it actually came in today, and I may look at that, compare the two side by side, because mm-hmm. it is expensive. Uh, it's a lot more expensive than it should be, but it, it's kind of a hundred cap- bucks, uh, seventy-five. Uh, it's kind of a captive okay. audience, and I'm, I'm uh, when you said that, I thought, well, you know, it would be nice. I could actually cut the cut out the center where it has the nice square rectangular shape that fits around uh, the seven inch display and then and then uh, epoxy that in but for 75 bucks i don't know if i'd want to just butcher that thing yeah uh, you know Hmm. so it it, it's it it requires some sanding and some uh some filing and i think i can make it look very well uh and it'll have to be painted of course but i think it'll be all right and to get into the leap into the 21st century from a a radio that's over 20 years old because when they designed it you know (laughs) i can't believe that tape deck was still working honestly well (laughs) apparently that's a common thing the volume uh uh, stops working and uh the only thing i ever did with this since i listen to podcasts is i just had one of those cassette adapters in yep. there where i could plug it into my phone and i was listening to podcasts all the time so hey coming up in tech talk glazed and confused i, I, I feel like a well the word donut should be in there we <laughs> i know <laughs> we get yeah. we get into why your brakes might not be performing like they should oh this is great i like this you're listening to a four by four radio network podcast all right, Tammy, I'm sorry to say that uh, your time off in October was not approved, so we are going I to be know. replacing you. You're going to be what me? Replacing. No more yeah. Jeep Mama. No, I know. I'm, you know, it, guys, I'm really sorry. I just, I got to do this, you know? <laughs> so, I guess it was wow. about... So, I was, I was out last week. What am I missing here? <laughs> <laughs> Let's 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 uh, let's well, bring the other co-host up to speed, shall well, we? Well, you do re- you do recall Tammy announced uh, that she not on the show but uh, on uh, social yeah. media that she's going to be taking a a month long trip across the United States. I mean, that's the stated reason she's really uh, going to jail for uh, the speeding tickets. And this yeah, was the, and this was the best to way. Tell anyone that. <laughs> this was the best way for her to save face. <laughs> but uh, she's going to be leaving us for a month, and uh, you'll be checking in from uh, the road. Yeah. Yeah, um, I will. So, but but as far as doing the Wrangler talk segment, uh, you're not going to be available for that. So, uh, and, and we talked about over a year ago, or right at a year ago, about uh, uh, you doing a different segment uh, for the show. You're very important to the show. We've got to have your voice. Uh, uh, it's it's a great voice. We have to have you here to ask the questions about you know what the hell are you guys talking about. Stop throwing all those numbers at me. I don't like that. All the stuff that you do. And, uh, but, uh, uh, we could get somebody else 
to do the Wrangler Talk segment and the and, and do the more technical side of modifications and uh, uh, certainly you have the off road experience, but you haven't done a lot of modifications to your to your Jeep. So we get somebody in to do the Wrangler Talk uh, with uh, that has uh, some of the more I would say maybe not necessary, but so sexy and interesting. You know the, the the modifications, the axle changes, the gear swaps, all that stuff are are, are very interesting, and people really like hearing about that. And then uh, uh, have you do another segment, uh, something uh, Jeep related, of course. What were we thinking, like Jeep life or something like that, Tammy? Yeah, I think so. So um, living the Jeep life. Or? Yeah, yeah, living the dream. Uh, so that's kind of what we were what we're thinking about, and uh, we actually recently put out a, a call for uh, a, a co-host for the, the Wrangler Talk segment. And we had several uh, people uh, request to be on the, the, the for, you know, for that spot to be, uh, for them to fill that spot. I was yeah, I ca- very happy. I came happy. back from vacation and, and my email inbox was just blown uh, up. And yeah. Was, wow. Honored. You guys. Very honored. Coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. So many people are interested in being part of the show. That's wonderful uh, and really unexpected. So, uh, Tammy's not going anywhere. I mean, well, she's going across country, so she'll be out. What was it? The, is it the entire month of October? Um, um, I think we're going to leave October 19th. So, the oh, middle of okay. October, middle of November. So, um, a, a good month, and uh, we, we are actively trying to find somebody to do the Wrangler uh, talk segment for us. And uh, it could be you. Uh, it, we are still we're more than interested in having uh, having you apply for the position. I hate to even say apply or like it's like we're some some big deal like or something. You're gonna get a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no. That's the first thing I start with when I respond. <laughs> you know, this is volunteer, don't you? <laughs> so, uh, but no, we we would love to have uh, have your voice on the show, and uh, if you would like to get more information about that. Please jump in there and, uh, uh, you know, send us, uh, go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and uh, get more information and we'll tell you exactly how it's going to work. So, um, Tammy, I'm how, how do you... I'm going to apply. <laughs> Tammy, no, you're, you, you can't. You're out. <laughs> so, so what, do you th- what do you think about all this, Tammy? I mean, were you surprised to see so many people were chomping at the bit for your job? Yeah, you know, I was kind of hurt. Kind of like stung a little. Did you like, think? Did you think maybe I shouldn't take off as much as I've been taking off? <laughs> no, I just thought people would be like, "Oh, we're so sorry," but no, everyone was like, "Oh, I want her job." I think I this is more job. of an homage to you because they you make it look so easy and fun. They believe look, they look, can get in there and do it too. But look, yeah. nobody, and I mean nobody, is going to be able to roll their eyes at your stupid jokes like Tammy does. <laughs> <laughs> Not and keep them in their head, right? No, it's all good. Um, um, I just, it's not as easy as you think it is. Um, it can be intimidating. But once you, you know, it's taken me, what, six years, five, how, how long have I been on here? It took you a good. It took you a good three or four months before you uh, you could tell that you felt comfortable saying stuff. And, and even then, and it even was longer, it still was. Hard. Yeah, you didn't yeah. want to interrupt. And uh, look at you now. People are just saying, "Tammy, yeah, we're like, talking here." Tony, just shut up. <laughs> Let me talk. <laughs> this, this is my segment right now. I'm still doing Wrangler talk. But but it's fun uh, <laughs> being on the show and stuff. I would think for these uh, for these folks that might be interested oh, yeah. in, in being on. 
Oh, yeah, it definitely will. I mean, there's no reason for you to be here week after week when you could be uh, soaking the, in the tub or uh, doing something, uh, editing more videos. So, uh, obviously, it's uh, it's a, a, an interesting thing to be a part of. I'll say interesting, maybe not fun. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's what we got, got in mind if, uh, if you guys are interested and th- that's really the, the, the nuts and bolts of it. Tammy's not going anywhere. We don't want to lose Tammy's voice, uh, on the show and, uh, she's just gonna, uh, keep doing what she's doing. We're just going to call it something else. Shut up and listen. Shut up. So shut up. You don't shut up. Shut up, Shane. Hey, shut up and listen. It's time for Wrangler talk. It's time for G-Mama. So, like you just heard, um, I'm going on this epic off-road adventure, and it just, like, happened. It just, you know, how someone crosses your path, and you just start talking about, you know, your dreams and your desires, and they have the same dreams and desires, and um, it's kind of like two pieces of a puzzle fitting together. Um, now, this is somebody so you met in the uh, the county jail from the speeding yes. ticket. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so those are usually not great relationships, yes, Tammy. I'll just yeah. throw that out there. <laughs> we have a we have a common bond of traffic issues. Um, seriously, though, I met this guy on um, Facebook. We've actually been friends, you know, since 2017. But you know, I have so many friends on Facebook, as I'm sure a lot of other Jeepers do, where you friend them just because you have a Jeep. And, you know, you don't always interact with them. You have, like, your certain group, you know, because Facebook doesn't show everything. Um, so, anyway, our, our paths cross, and we just got to talking, and then we started talking on the phone. And, I mean, we have talked every day, and we just had this idea. He's a mechanic. He's a certified um, AM, BC, DF. M-O-U-S-A, one of the, yeah. Yeah, one of those things, uh, mechanic. Um, through General Motors, he's ABCD certified in welding, he does Jeep builds, um, and he actually just got fed up with living in the box, so to speak, and he bought an XJ, it's a white XJ, and he's living in his Jeep right now, he's actually in Colorado, and you know he's doing some construction work, and he's building Jeeps for people, and his dream, one of his top bucket list was to do the TAT, which is the Trans-American Trail. And the Trans-American Trail was um, mapped out back in the late 70s, early 80s by a motorcycle guy named Sam. I can't pronounce his last name. Anyway, if you go to the Trans-American Trail, you'll see there's all different sorts of maps, but Sam's, you have to pay for them because it's the original route. And it's basically old farm roads, old um, back roads, dirt roads, trails, and it goes from like North Carolina through Tennessee, um, Arkansas, Oklahoma, New Mexico, Mississippi, maybe not New Mexico, I think I'm a little too far. Anyway, up through Colorado, Moab, and then it goes up through to where Josh is. And some of it goes around Idaho, Wyoming, and there's just different parts of what people now call the TAT. So we're kind of using that as our base, and I'm outfitting my Jeep um, so I can live in my Jeep for a month. And um, Neil is actually, he bought a 1980 uh, Jeep Wagoneer, 
and he's got some FGBS CD. Um, you really need go. to start paying attention yeah. to these things. I know it's these numbers. <laughs> I can go look online. I don't. I, I didn't take notes, but he he put this. He has another motor in it. He just got some new shocks. We've got sponsors. Tom Woods Custom Drive Shaft. There, you know, Sean is so amazing. We've interviewed him on the show. Um, they're one of my sponsors. We got new drive shafts in it. Anyway, he's building up this Wagoneer, and he, it's going to be his home now. So he's going to be in his Jeep. I'm going to be in my Jeep, and we're going to go across the country, and we're going to be YouTubing live. We're going to be calling into the talk show, leaving messages, nanny, nanny, boo, boo. You know, we're on Mount Olympus right now, Tony. Um that's really so, cool about the the Wagoneer. I was I was just thinking yeah, to myself. I love XJs, but I but, but from your recent posts about shitbox and stuff, having yeah. an XJ, I thought it was like really funny that there's going to be an XJ following you around or vice versa for a month. <laughs> yeah, it's actually um, the Wagoneer, and um, he's got solar panels and. Um, hot water heater he's got it all rigged up with all this electrical stuff um so it's gonna be and you know i've we've never met in person and you know i'm getting you know everybody thinks i'm crazy but you know well that's the way adventures start i mean look at dan right. would anybody have thought that uh, traveling around the the uh, i mean africa i mean no the Congo. i know by yourself people by with yourself. guns <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Who knows, Tammy? Tammy, this might turn into a, 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 a you know a, a New York Times best-selling book deal. Right. Exactly. My 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 time and but what's really really cool is I have been getting people who listen to the Jeep Talk Show or follow me on Facebook or who are watching my YouTube videos. One guy in Virginia. It's actually going to be where Neil and I are going to meet. And this guy and his daughter, they both have Jeeps and they follow me on YouTube and they're like, we are like right off of the TAT, you know, we're opening our house up to you. So we're going to actually meet at his house, spend the night at his house. He actually has logging roads on his property. If we have time, we'll wheel that. Then there's another, she's a nurse in Tupelo, Mississippi, and she's right off the trail and she's like, oh, please, I really, really want to meet you guys. I want to meet you, Jeep Mama. She's been one of my biggest supporters on YouTube. So we're going to go there. Another guy in Tennessee is like, oh, my wife and I want to come wheel part of it with you. Yeah, I was thinking that would be a and, perfect situation where people right. can, can travel along a little bit with you. But Tammy, right. I, I've seen enough horror stories that whenever you, people are taking you down in the basement to show you something, let them right. go first. <laughs> okay. Let them go ahead of you. Yes, I will. I will. I will make a note of that. Um, but it's really exciting. We have, you know, Tammy with Burnt Customs kept a secret when we interviewed her. She was actually my first supporter. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. So she's she's um, one of my sponsors. Um, Tom Woods Drive Shaft. Um, a Jeff at Adrenaline Off Road. He's actually. This is how good Jeff at Adrenaline Off-Road is. Sean Woods wanted me to take my drive shaft off my Jeep, send it to him so he can make sure everything's still okay and to make sure I was taking care of it properly. <laughs> That's the um, real thing. <laughs> right. Because you've got to grease those uh -huh. consistently. That's very important. Anyway, he trusts Jeff enough to look at it to tell him, yeah, she's going to be good to go. 
Um, so uh, Jeff had adrenaline off road. Oh, um, which actually we need to interview this guy on the Jeep Talk Show once I get um, his contact information. Neil's been in contact with him. He's um, got Diamond Lube. It's very interesting product. Um, I'm going to be testing it out. Um, but we should definitely interview him on the Jeep Talk Show. And I'm, I don't know if I want to say this now because I don't want to curse me, but I'm going to Adam's Jeep. The general manager there is like super excited about what I'm doing and we're going to talk. So, um, I know. Have you, have uh, you spoken with anybody at, at uh, Steer Smarts? Yeah, they haven't responded back to me because, you know, Ron, Ron has retired. Right. Um, uh, I've been turned down by some of the bigger companies. Well, of course, that's going to happen, yeah. but you still have to ask. No, I have. And, it's going to be their loss. I mean, yep. I, how many how many women travel across country like this in, in their Jeep, right. you know? With a, with a strange man they've never met, right? Um, well, most, most women are, are, are married, so. Right. Um, so, I'm really excited. The, the support I've gotten from the Jeep community has been really amazing. The non-Jeep community, you know, like my friends and stuff, think I'm crazy. Um, now, don't, but, you, you know, don't you have something set up for donations to help uh, fund yeah. this? Yeah, actually. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I have a GoFundMe, and for every $10 you donate, your your name gets put in like a raffle ticket to my 5K um, giveaway, and the 5K is for... Once I reach 5,000 subscribers on YouTube, I'm going to have a giveaway. I have brakes. I have $200 LED headlights to give away. I have, gosh, what else? I'm, I'm posting up all the giveaway items. I'll do a blog post on it. Quadratech is actually a sponsor. Oh, yes, my nice. headlights. I finally got rid of those <laughs> headlights. They went out again. Well, of course. So... Actually, um, somebody wanted them, so I here have them. Just pay me shipping. So I have new headlights in, which I'll talk about those new headlights um, next week. Um, so wasn't somebody, I think it, maybe it was just one person, but wasn't somebody complaining about your GoFundMe is just a, a way to fund your vacation? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, this is more than a vacation because oh, how many people on their vacation? It's not like you're going to be, it's not like I'm going to be staying at a hotel or something. I just, no. find it, I just find it funny that, you know, you're going to, I mean, this is an adventure. It's going to be fun, but you're putting yourself out because right. you're not going to be doing the same thing, the same comfortable thing every day, sleeping in your comfortable bed uh, and, you know, living in the AC and everything else. You're going to have to be uh, fending for yourself out on the road. So, right. You know, funding the vacation, it ain't going to be much of a vacation. I'm sure it's going to be fun, but this isn't like a, a you know, holiday inn. Going, right. I will not be staying in any hotels. Um, I, you know, I'll probably be showering in truck shop, truck stop showers, um, camp. Hey, mister, can I borrow showers? your hose? I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you dropped your soap. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> soap on a rope. Soap on a rope. That's what you, right. what you have to go with. Um. So anyway, the GoFundMe page is that, and then I have set up a Patreon page, which Patreon is for like YouTubers, artists, um, storytellers, just... Yeah, um, we actually thought about doing a Patreon here yeah. for the show at one point, but uh, yeah. But I it's said a, no. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. So what I'm going to be doing is providing extra 
videos and pictures that you won't see on YouTube for free. So it's going to be like up close and personal with Neil and I, where we, you know, mm. share personal stuff about ourselves, you know, what we're going through, the emotions, um, you know, not just the stuff on the surface, not the 30,000 right. foot flyover, but the real right. nitty gritty. The truth. Right. Right. Like, oh, it. my God, I had to go poop in the woods and dig a hole. And, and there was a bear there. And it's true. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and, you know, maybe there might be some practical jokes. I've already got some little things brewing in my head. Um, and, of course, I'll be calling in to you guys. I just got Skype set up on my surface. I was testing that out. Tony, oh, another sponsor of me is the Jeep Talk Show. I got my, <laughs> I'll have Jeep Talk Show stickers, and I got my little recorder, which I'm trying to figure out how to use. And, and you understand that those shirts, the embroidery shirts with the Jeep Talk Show logo, those, those are the are, only shirts that you can wear for yes. the entire month. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Two okay, shirts no, for the whole month. That's all you get. No washing. <laughs> um, but I've already taken out... Um, my seats, my back seats, and I'm going to get the guys at the shop to make a platform so I can, you know, because there's a little dip there. Yeah. Um, and I'm really, really looking forward to hopefully, if I can't get the Molly, um, it's a shelf that hooks over your roll bars on top above right, right. passenger seats. I think my guys can um, fabricate one at the shop. I'm oh, very good. So, well, I think somebody, I'm, one of the, one of our listeners out there, uh, probably works at a, a business that does that. They could, uh, if they want to be uh, be sponsored, uh, be mentioned by uh, 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 Jeep Mama's Off Road uh, Adventure across uh, the country. I, I think you would probably jump in there and allow them to send you something right. to to use, at least for the trip. Well, and I, um, Nate has offered to build me stuff. Um, I, I, so, wouldn't, I wouldn't trust Nate. Yeah. Um, the sad thing is I had to cancel my New Hampshire, Connecticut off-road trip. I just, I, you know, those trails would be blue-black trails. And I've already, um, I realized when I went to Roush Creek, there was this noise in my Jeep. And I came down way too hard on my oil pan skid plate. And it's like an eighth of an inch um, next to my exhaust. So I've got to take that off. We got to pound that out. Um, Jeff has a press break. We have a press break at work. So I just I've got to be really careful. Um, I'm still going to do women's wheel and day. I'll be guiding just super easy green trails. Um, so just so much stuff I got to share with you guys. I'll save some of it for next week. But um, go to um, gosh. I should. St I post everything on my Facebook page. I got to put some stuff up on my blog. I um, I haven't done that yet, so I'll get to that. But you know, I just appreciate all the support out there. And like I said, my YouTube channel. I'll be going live, sharing videos, doing pre videos before the trip. And you know, if anyone overlands, I'd love to hear any tips. So really, uh, a lot of interesting and exciting things going on, uh, if, if not directly with the Jeep Talk Show, uh, with the, the hosts. So this is great. This is very interesting. Yeah. And I will be, unfortunately, I won't be getting close enough to you, Tony, to stop by. Um, we won't even go through Texas. We'll just go through the upper part, that little panhandle part of Oklahoma. And Josh, I don't know if we're going to go up through, because the TAT goes up into Oregon. 
don't yeah. know if we're going to do once we get to Moab. That's where we're kind of still trying to figure out. We're probably going to go up to Ogden, Utah, where Tom Woods Drive Shaft place is, and check that out. See how they make those drive shafts, and then after that, we're not really sure. So basically, route. if you're willing to sponsor her, uh, Josh, you'll stop by. But otherwise, yeah, no. there you go. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at the uh, the Oregon section of the Trans America Trail, and you're going to be the weather will be probably bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, uh, <laughs> northwest oh, yeah, during the fall. North, yeah, <laughs> anything yeah. above November like that. Feet. Yeah, you're. Yeah. Uh, now you're going to be way south of me um, by a good six to eight hours or more. Oh, okay, uh, so we'll probably. East, but yeah, I'm thinking of heading down. I would really. I there's this place this dirt road on an indian reservation in the grand canyon where you can drive down it and camp right down there at the bottom of the grand canyon oh wow uh, so yeah so we're still working that part out but stay tuned hey folks coming up later in the show we're gonna hear uh, um from nikki g i haven't heard from him in a while at jeep mama glad to hear those ti- those plug kits are awesome and the tire repair guys will appreciate you from not bringing in a tire full of goop. LOL. Yeah, absolutely. Also, also, I got rid of that. Also wanted to say, I have not yet heard the recent Jeep Talk Show episode where you were apparently criticized by a caller, question mark. But I have heard some of the calls supporting you since, and you have my sol- full support, Jeep Mama. You're an absolute necessity on the cast. You bring fun, great fun, excitement, tips, an insight to actual wheeling, your passion to keep growing while sharing your experience and knowledge through getting out there and actually doing it invaluable. It's contagious. After every episode, hearing about your adventures motivates me to keep exploring. And I know I'm not alone in this. Keep doing what you do. Enjoy what you do. And know that we love you out here. Tech Nova. Thank you very much. Um, I do appreciate the support. And it, you know... I've gotten some really thick skin since being out in the cyber world. All right. I got some great news. We, uh, we're getting some more stickers. So, uh, and and actually we've had a few people, uh, send in self-addressed stamped envelopes, uh, to get their stickers. Uh, we, we only have a few, uh, right now. So, but we will be, uh, re in, in, uh, instating the ambassador program here very soon. Uh, if if you would like to be able to, uh, to get your own stickers, these are, uh, three-inch stickers, so they're they're perfect perfect size for putting on your uh, Wrangler's uh, fender. Where uh, there seems to be not a lot of space for some of you guys out there, this will fit better than that uh, that five or six-inch sticker that we were doing before. So if you'd like to get uh, two uh, Jeep Talk Show stickers, three-inch stickers, just send a self-addressed stamped envelope, and uh, you can get the address where to send that by going to jeeptalkshow.com/contact. And uh, reaching out to us, and we'll send you the address where you can send it. Red Rock 4x4 is fast becoming one of the most trusted names in the Jeep Wrangler aftermarket industry. Offering a growing line of products for Jeep Wrangler owners to celebrate their success, Red Rock 4x4 has teamed up with Extreme Terrain as an exclusive retailer to sponsor a $5,000 Jeep parts giveaway. The Red Rock 4x4 5K giveaway on Extreme Terrain gives Wrangler owners the chance to enter daily with no purchase necessary for the chance to take home a $5,000 shopping spree on Extreme Terrain. Sounds good to me. Where do I sign up? Click on the link in today's JTS Notes, Jeep Talk Show show notes, episode 398, or visit the Red Rock 4x4 brand page on Extreme Terrain for full details and enter to win each and every single day 
on a $5,000 Wrangler Parts prize package from Extreme Terrain and Red Rock 4x4. You got tech questions? Ah, oh, what do I ever? We have answers. Oh, that's good. I think, I... It's Tech Talk with Jeep Talk. Yahoo! Now, as we build our Jeeps, they typically get bigger. They get taller. They get wider. They even get meaner looking. But one of the things stays true across all this, and that is building a Jeep to improve its off-road capabilities almost always means adding weight. Bigger tires means more weight. Bigger bumpers, more weight. Rock rails, armor, a winch, maybe two of them. <laughs> a spare tire carrier, heck, the spare tire itself. All heavier now than they were when they were stock. From the roof rack to the rubber, just about every aftermarket upgrade and mod we do to our Jeeps adds weight. We compensate for this by modifying the engine to produce more power. We change the gear ratio on our axles. We do everything but start taking stuff off to shed weight. I'll be damned if I'm getting, giving, uh, getting rid of my winch bumper. So we live with the decrease in fuel economy and the stiffer ride and the inevitable decrease in braking power. That's right. Don't act like you haven't noticed. Over time, all that weight and added mass takes a toll on the stock braking system. You may notice that a brake job happens a little more often now, or that you have to press a little sooner on the brake pedal, or maybe even press it a little bit harder now. Braking performance is all, almost always compromised when doing things like lifts and tire size increases. So, what do you do? Well, there's a hundred different ways to modify your brakes to increase performance, but let's say you're not quite there yet and you want to squeak every last drop of life out of the brakes you have before spending good money on another Jeep mod. One of the most common things to happen to Jeep's brakes after switching to larger tires and adding a bunch of weight is that your brake pads will become glazed over. If there isn't anything malfunctioning in the whole mechanical process of the brakes on your Jeep, but you're sure something bad is going on that is causing you to press a little harder on the pedal, well, chances are your brake pads are glazed. Glazing is where the brakes have been heated to the point that the material within the brake pad actually hardens and smooths to the point it becomes glazed like a mirror and can no longer create effective friction against the rotor. Oh sure, it can still stop you more or less, but it's certainly not the way that it was. The only way to confirm that the pads on your Jeep have been glazed is to disassemble the caliper assembly to remove and inspect the pads themselves. And trust me, it's not as hard as it sounds. To understand what, is, what, what glazing is, though, let's first go over how a modern disc braking system works real quick. It's comprised of three main components, a rotor, pads, and a caliper. The rotor is the disc itself, generally constructed of a nodular iron material for its durability and heat absorption qualities. It is what absorbs the conversion of mechanical power into energy in the form of heat. Pads are the friction element and the most disposable component of the braking system. These are what clamp down directly on the rotor in the braking process and create the conversion from mechanical power to heat energy. These can be made from non-metallic materials all the way to fully metallic or can even be ceramic. The third and final and biggest component of the braking system is the caliper itself. The caliper is what provides the mechanical force of the whole assembly acting as a giant hydraulic powered clamp to squeeze the brake pads against the rotor. This is done through a piston or multiple pistons in larger brakes inside the caliper's body. Brake fluid is applied via the user's pedal from the master cylinder. The master cylinder then distributes the brake fluid at the requested pressure through the brake lines to the calipers. The fluid enters the piston and applies pressure to the surface of the piston, causing it to expand and create a clamping motion on the brake pads and rotor. Simple stuff, right? Basically works just like the brakes on your bicycle. Okay, so now that you have a basic understanding of how the braking system works and how the pads became glazed in the first place, we can address what to do about it. You can temporarily relieve the symptoms of glazed pads by removing the brake pads and sanding the surface of them with some really high grit or you know, low grit sandpaper, real rough stuff, so that they're no longer mirror smooth again. 
thus once again providing friction to the rotor. This is by no means anything but the most temporary of solutions and, if not done correctly, can actually make things worse. Even though filing or sanding on the pad can create more surface area and rough things up again, you can do this unevenly and now there will be even less surface area contacting the rotor. You've essentially taken away even more of your braking power. Despite that, the pad's material overall has already been tempered by heat at this point and the only real way to fix this for good is to replace the brake pads entirely. Now one thing I recommend to any jeeper who is about ready to face the task of a brake job is to make improvements and don't cheap out. Braking is by far one of the most critical functions of the Jeep, so why buy the cheapest possible components for a system that is so important? It doesn't make sense, especially if your Jeep is a daily driver. Look, I've been there. Nobody wants to pay top dollar for parts that we know are going to wear out eventually, but going with a higher performance, high friction set of pads from companies like EBC Brakes may completely solve your poor performing brake problems. Now, if you're feeling that the performance of your brake system is not where it should be, break out the toolbox and inspect your brakes. It's only going to take a little bit of time, and trust me, it's going to be worth it. Not only is this a great way to learn how the components of your vehicle work, it's also a great way to save money. Many automotive shops charge hundreds upon hundreds of dollars to complete brake work when you can do it yourself at home in your driveway with nothing more than a set of hand tools, some creativity, and your favorite Spotify playlist. Hey Jeep Talk Show, this is Johnny from Pennsylvania, and uh, I have an interesting story. Uh, you know how you guys were talking about grease fittings uh, last episode? Well, my dog's name is Eric, so <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty interesting, because I was studying for automotive school, and someone was like, oh, great dog name. So, uh, yeah, so my dog's name is Eric. So, hope you guys enjoy. Love the show. Can't wait for the next episode. Nah, Johnny, that's awesome. Really love hearing, uh, you know, automotive terms for pet names and stuff like that. Knew a guy named his dog Torx one time. Right? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Zerk, no, that's great. That's right up there with that, man. So that's awesome, Johnny. Thanks for calling in. You're listening to Jeep Talk Show. At my mom's house. From around the world. Or from your city. And sometimes just down the street. Howdy, neighbor. It's the Jeep Talk Show interview. Hi, ho boys and girls. It's another Jeep Talk Show interview. And tonight we're going to talk about, uh, well, Shelly Campa uh, getting lost out on the trail. And this actually, nobody knew where she was except for Shelly for a good 30 hours or so. Shelly, thank you very much for agreeing to be on our show tonight. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited. So, Shelly, let's find out a little information about you before we get uh, go down this rabbit hole of uh, getting lost in the wilderness. And I've recently been to the area that uh, that you were lost in, and I, I'll, I'll say beautiful wilderness. Uh, I mean, if you got to be lost, you might as well have good scenery, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> so, so where are you originally from? Um, originally from Long Beach. That's where I was born, but I grew up in Northern California, Silicon Valley area, and I currently live in Big Bear, California. So, uh, you, uh, of course, you're a Jeep owner, and uh, what kind of Jeep do you have? I got a Jeep Wrangler Sport with a um, V6 eight-speed automatic. Oh, what year is it? Yeah, 
It's a 2019. I just bought oh it a month ago. Goodness. Oh, wow. Is that your first Jeep? It, that's my very first Jeep. Um, actually, it's been a month um, as of today. I've always wanted one, but I commuted for work to Orange County from Long Beach, and just it never made sense to me to buy one to commute in. But um, as soon as my lease was up on my Optima, I went and got my Jeep, finally. Oh, what my color goodness. Is yeah, it? what color do you have there? Yeah, that's the important question. It's a new color. It's called Bikini Pearl. Oh, yes. Oh. I'm sorry, Shelly. That was the wrong answer. The, the correct answer <laughs> no. would be red. No, no. <laughs> Bikini <laughs> Pearl is beautiful. I'm not a, a red girl. No, this color is my favorite color, and I didn't care what was on the Jeep. I just had to have that color. So did you go for a hard top or a soft top? I went for the hard top. Being in the snow and stuff, I knew the soft top would probably get ruined sooner than later so i opted for the hard top are you i know you haven't had it very long but are you are you thinking about maybe getting a soft top to go on there during the summertime and because uh, it's a lot easy to easier to go topless you may not be a topless person tammy tammy actually got her jeep because she wanted to be able to go topless like she saw yeah. her jeepers doing oh no i yeah i want to go topless doors off everything <laughs> so yeah i mean there's a lot i want to add to it you know the list is on and on and on and um, but the first thing I want to get is a winch. <laughs> yeah, with is that no, is that re- sure. related to you? Your uh, being lost on the uh, on the trail. I don't know if I would have been able to get unstuck even with a winch because uh, of the inexperience. Um, but everyone's telling me get a CB radio and a winch um, before I go out. Um, you know, jeeping again. <laughs> right. Has anybody told you about, trails. has anybody ever told you about the uh, never go wheeling alone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, I mean I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Before you got lost. <laughs> not uh, not after. I'm sure no. you, I'm sure you heard it after. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. After, yes. I've heard it from uh, everyone. Yes. Everyone on the mountain <laughs> and uh, family and, but no, before that, you know, I'm so independent that I mean, the first day I got it, I just, I had to go, I had oh, to go willing. That is so cool. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, I'll think twice about doing that again. I will go solo on the uh, easier trails, um, but definitely will not go on the more difficult ones without another Jeep, actually. Well, uh, who do you have? I mean, you, it does sound like, you, of course, you are very uh, independent for just heading out and going out there by yourself uh, in your brand new Jeep. Uh, do you have Do you have anybody any anybody knowledgeable about off road or uh, how Jeeps uh, work? Maybe somebody that could give you some tips. Uh, does anybody no, in, you, in your circle know about those things? No, actually, no one in my circle knows about those things. I'm the only one that has a four by four in my family and. My friends, so now it's just learning by trial and error. Well, uh, I'll mention uh, I was recently in uh, up there at Big Bear Lake. I went up there for a next entire event uh, that was put on by Don Alexander of uh, the the Jeep Four by Four School, and uh, Don actually trains people about how to use their Jeep. And I, it, it, I mean, you're right there in the same place he is. This would be perfect for you because he could show you exactly how to use that Jeep. Yeah, yeah, that, that would, wouldn't be a bad idea. I'll have to contact actually, him. That's definitely, because that's what I did when I first got my Jeep. 
um, before I even, I got my Jeep to just to go topless. I didn't even know this thing <laughs> called off-road. Oh, I didn't poo. know it even existed. <laughs> and dirty. then I'm like, oh, so I took a class and it just, it makes such a difference, especially if you've okay. never, never, ever dealt with anything off-road or, I mean, it, it makes a world of difference and it gives you so much, you feel so empowered with all this knowledge. Um, and it, I mean, I'm still learning to this day. Oh, yeah, we all do. That that, was, that, that's yeah. one of the fun things about it is there's, right. you, you really can't stop learning. And then the, the addiction yeah. just starts growing. Your addiction will grow even more. <laughs> Don't tell her about the addiction. <laughs> let, it, let it get told first. Oh, right. <laughs> I think I'm already addicted. I, yeah, that was, I, have, I feel like I have to go out every day. That's what I was thinking, yep. too. Well, like yep. I said, you're in a, just an absolutely beautiful area. I was only up there for, uh, for three days and uh, one day of actual uh, off-road. Uh, Gold Mountain Trail uh, and uh, John Bull uh, were the ones that, uh, that we went on uh, about mid, uh, mid-July. And uh, like wow. I said, I, I went up there with uh, with Nexon Tire, uh, two representatives from Nexon and uh, uh, and, and Don Alexander. Uh, it was a wonderful experience. So, no, I highly recommend that you contact him. And actually, I'll give you some information about how you can contact him after the interview. So let's get oh, into that would be great. let's get into the the uh, the incident as we'll call it. Now, um, now I didn't see this in any of the stories that I read because mainly the stories uh, gave your name, uh, where you uh, uh, had a uh, got lost, so to speak, and that you were missing for thirty hours. Uh, was any of this involved with a UFO abduction? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Now, is the government no. telling you you can't talk about this? Because if you, if it is, if it is, just nod. We'll know. Uh. <laughs> no, if I tell you, I'll have to kill you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> tell them, tell them. No, I'm kidding. Dude, the government, the government says I can't speak about it. You know. There we go. Because Thank you. I appreciate you being for the. Well, we won't, we won't pry because <laughs> we don't want anybody to die. There's been enough of that uh, government uh, deaths in, uh, recently. So uh, let's just ask this now. What? Where were you going? Now you were in the the Big Bear Lake area, if I recall. I was in actually. Um, out by Baldwin Lake, um, there's a, a quartz mountain out there called God's Eye. So I, you know, I informed my husband, "Hey, I'm going to go past God's Eye and see what I can find, what trouble I can get into." Well, did, did your <laughs> I husband got into some trouble? Did your husband roll his eyes and just said under his breath again? <laughs> Actually, he's just like, "Okay, just be careful." Um, but you know, me just being adventurous. Um, I surpassed uh, the easier trails and went straight for the most difficult, and I uh, went past God's Eye and took it all the way down and got myself lost at uh, Horse Thief Flats, like this bowl in the middle of the mountain, and um, I was down there about an hour trying to find my way back up and couldn't actually find my way back up, um, and as I was doing that, I was negotiating this big boulder. I got by the boulder, you know, just fine. But then I realized that road doesn't lead anywhere. And <laughs> <No>. when I, <laughs> I was like, okay, this isn't the way. So actually, it's when I backed up to go back around the boulder because there wasn't even enough room to turn around. And that's when I just got stuck on this rock. Um, I was kind of pinned on two rocks. And 
you know, all the digging I did, just I, I couldn't get out of there. Now, did you have anything with you to dig, or were you having to just do it with things that you could find there in your hands? Yeah, actually, what I dug with was my little windshield snow scraper. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I... I hadn't bought anything yet no i didn't i didn't think so with and it only being a month old no so i had really nothing um i was you know it was okay i just eaten when i went out there um so i didn't have any food with me but i had water excellent but i think i kind of took advantage of the water that i had because um after about 24 hours as i realized i was running out of water that's when i started getting nervous um, so that's when I had to start walking up the ridge cause I couldn't get any kind of service or anything. So I just had to start walking back up the mountain to try to get some kind of signal. And as I was hiking back up in my flip flops, <laughs> um, um, my phone pinged, you know, my niece, I got a couple messages from my husband, but I wasn't even thinking straight at that point. Like, okay, they know where I am. So I just kept walking up the ridge. You know, I would take like five or six steps, take a cap full of water, and just sit down because it was so exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kept walking, walking. Um, that's when I heard the helicopter come over the yeah. ridge. And I... <laughs> Go ahead. And, and the helicopter turned out to be the UFO is what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two strange guys. I watched it land, but I could still see where my Jeep was. So I watched them land next to my Jeep. I'd made a oh, big no. SOS on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm over like, here. Half a mile. <laughs> and I hear, I hear them yelling for me. Yell, you know, this is, you know, the sheriff's department. If you hear you know, make your scene. And I'm like, Dancing like a wild woman on on, <laughs> oh my gosh. on this rock, just almost taking off all my clothes just to you know swing them in the air and get sure. their attention because I kept watching them go around this other ridge and I'm like oh my gosh I'm over here but if, you know they can't hear you but you're screaming and uh, eventually after about 15 minutes of them circling they finally spotted me. Um, and they came in and landed like 20 feet from where I was. And you said, I'm so glad you're here. My Jeep is stuck. Can you help me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, don't worry about you get my Jeep out. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. I was uh, worried about leaving her down there, uh-huh. you know, um, but I was very, I was very relieved to have been found and they had just a nice glass of ice water waiting for oh, me yes. in the helicopter and some, you know, energy bars and protein bars. And they were just my heroes. So all of this, know. all of this was just to get a helicopter ride. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what, see what you have to, the woman has to go through? It worked. <laughs> Nobody was the wiser. <laughs> I know, it did work. So, uh, um, so you got a helicopter ride. They took you back and uh, got re- got you reunited with your husband. I would assume. Yes. Yeah. After about twenty minutes, I had to talk to the detectives because you know they were uh, questioning my husband. They had been at my house, went through everything in oh, my house. No. They took all my electronics. So they suspected it. Yeah. Cause, 
<laughs> they, they thought, yeah, they're like, okay. Um, but the crazy thing is, is they were they were looking for two bad guys. As I was as I was oh, no. riding this trail, yeah, I saw a helicopter go by, and I was like, oh my gosh, I hope no one's, you know, I hope everyone's okay. Yeah, maybe someone's lost, you know, and they're looking for him. Um, they didn't tell my husband that, of course, but, you know, they had to just question me, like, did you run into anyone? Uh, did you hear anything? And I was like, no, I didn't see a soul. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy thing. There was nobody else out there. I passed one Jeep on the trail the whole time I was out there. Now, this is like the middle of the week. It wasn't a weekend where you would expect to see some uh, weekend warriors uh, off-road. Yeah, no, this was a Tuesday. Yeah. So I did think about that. I'm like, okay, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm like, oh, no, I can't stay out here that long. And, you know, as I started walking, there was a cave off to my left, and mountain lions are up here. So I kept walking that direction, but I chickened out a few times, and then finally I'm like, I just, I have to go. Mm-hmm. I have to go. I, I can't sit here anymore, you know, because what if they don't find me? Yeah, I mean, at some point, you know, is you got to take care of yourself, and and being missing that long, uh, you have to start uh, wondering. Low on water, you got to do something, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you know, I had to help myself, and um, that's what I did, and I learned a lot about myself, and learned a lot about my Jeep, <laughs> what it can and can't do right now. Because, you know, you drive it off the showroom floor, you think you're ready for John Bull. And, you know, that day I had Googled that trail and I watched some videos and I was like, oh, yeah, she's not quite ready for that. <laughs> but, you know, when, <laughs> in my electronics, they're like, she Googled the John Bull. So they sent people out there. And um, I was like, no, you guys should have known better. And they're like, oh, well, with you, we never know. <laughs> right. So, you know, I was. it went kind of everywhere. What really amazed me is this community and these Jeep owners and people just coming from off the mountain, uh, people meeting, you know, together to go out looking, my friends. Just, I mean, it was, in, I had no idea. You know, I had no idea what was going on at one point. I was like, I don't even know if anyone's looking for me. Yeah, well, there's you no know? way there would be no way for you to know. Did you find out how long they had been looking? Like how long the helicopter had been looking for you? My, yeah, okay. So my husband and I had plans to have dinner that night. So he gets home at like five forty. When I was at home by six, he already called because he knew he he's just like he knew something was wrong because right. you know he knew I would have been home otherwise. So he had called the sheriff's that that same day, and he went out looking for me. But they couldn't, you know, once it got dark, um, they called off the search. Well, that they, just shows lack of commitment. I mean, a little dark, you know, turn the light on, keep looking is what I say. <laughs> yeah. Was your well, was your husband out there looking for you? Um, actually, no. They wanted him to stay home in case I came home or in case I contacted him. So, actually, no, they wouldn't even, yeah, they wanted him to stay home. Well, Shelly, this sounds like a perfect opportunity for him to buy a, a Jeep for himself. So whenever you go out and get lost, he can come find you. Yeah, he'll have to come find me. Well, no, he can come with me then. <laughs> then you both will be lost. At least yeah. you'll have company. <laughs> <laughs> I know, exactly. 
So, uh, what well, did you learn from this experience as far as uh, going out uh, off road with your Jeep? Well, I've learned um, on the more difficult trails or trails maybe I haven't been on before, you know, to definitely take somebody with me. Um, I will stay off the difficult trails until I beef up my Jeep. Um, but I've since, like, you know, have stocked it with emergency food, water, flint, matches, emergency blanket, just a shovel, you know, just all the basic necessities I probably should have had in the first place. Now, is but the there... excitement of getting a Jeep is just <laughs> it's overwhelming. Yeah, you got that's great, though. I love this. I had no idea that you were just a brand new first time Jeep owner, and you know, it's like, damn it, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna use it. I love that. <laughs> so, have you have you considered getting anything that might help you uh, signal? Uh, like a helicopter, you know, because you, you kind of learned there was no way for you to signal eff- uh, effectively uh, the helicopter, even though they found your Jeep. Is there something that you, you've looked into to put in your Jeep so that you could perhaps signal a helicopter? Well, I haven't yet. That's a good idea. Uh, you know, I, I need to get my CB radio. They said that's probably the most important thing mm-hmm. to have so you can contact someone. Well, uh, but uh, no, I'll definitely look into some, something. I mean, I was I had my panic going. I was honking my horn. I had my hazards flash. Uh, so you know everything I could think of that I had, you know, right on the jeep. But you no, know, like nothing like bright or anything like that. If you go I just to had a little flashlight, I have a blog www.jeepmama.com. Uh, www. And okay. on the top part of, it says, home, my journey, Jeep Mama's Garage. I forget what that's called, Tony, that little bar across the top. There's a, a link called Off-Road Basics. Go click on that, and that will give you everything you need to get started. And you might want to okay. take on a small, a small loan. Um, <laughs> I know. But, like you get you pay for the jeep and then you're like okay there's no money left to uh right you know take off the plastic bumpers and get bigger tires and (laughs) right but that'll that'll give you like a good start okay awesome i'll check it out thank you jelly you may have said but what model uh jeep did you get is a, a sport a rubicon uh what is it no, it's a sport. Okay, so it probably doesn't have any sliders either. So uh, I don't know if anybody's no, mentioned. Yeah. I don't know no, if anybody's mentioned that to you or not. But you'll you'll probably want to get some uh, some sliders under there so that you don't damage the the rocker panels going over rocks. And did did you get any damage on your Jeep when you got it stuck on the rock? You know what? Actually, no. Excellent. That's no. great. When I the crazy thing is is when I landed at the airport, uh, you know, we were walking out and there were some Jeep people there and they're like um they ran into my husband because they were getting ready to go look for me and he goes no they found her and he goes well we're gonna go get her jeep and um so i met them and you know they were telling me they do jeep recoveries and stuff and that they wanted to go get it and i was like okay i guess you have to go get like two more jeeps to to help because the way she was wedged in there um that was amazing. They um, brought it, drove it right to my house, to my driveway. And then the thing that amazed me the most is they wouldn't accept a dime. Yeah, that's the way it works. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the way it that's works. That's the Jeep community for sure. Yeah, that's exactly what I'd yeah, expect. Yeah, I was just, 
Yeah, it was for me. It was, that was just so amazing and humbling, and just that you know all these people were out looking for me. It was uh, it blew my mind. Just the generosity of people and Jeep owners are just special people. Yep, they That's sure are. They just I, they, we you know, sure are. I've been I've been being so told that all my life, life, Shelley, that I'm special. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it's I, I true, think it, though. But I yeah, think, you're probably short boss special or That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I think that that's what they're indicating, but I always take it like you know, <laughs> my mom telling me I'm, I'm special. So, <laughs> so Shelly, you know how the kids love the social media, and uh, what a wonderful story. I, I know that uh, our listeners are chomping at the bit to uh, tell you all the wonderful things that you need to buy for your, your brand oh, yeah. new Jeep. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> so, welcome it, please. Yeah, so, I welcome so, it. So how would people reach out to people you on social media? <laughs> yeah, because uh, I need some work and um, definitely need some bigger tires and stuff. So anyone that wants to reach out and let me know about their products, I would totally welcome that. Because like, like you said, I'm, I'm just a beginner. I'm a baby. Now, well, you certainly have the right uh, the the right chops for getting out there and, and getting getting off road. Um, so uh, where, where can people find you on the, the Facebook, the Instagram? Where are you at? Yeah, on Instagram, my, um, it's Shell Bell, two L's on both. And then on Facebook, you can reach me at Shelly Shelley Rattan Campa. That's R-A-T-T-A-N. Last name is C-A-M-P-A. And yeah, um, I welcome it. That's great. If so- anyone can learn from my m- m- stupidity... Oh no! no I, I, I don't. I don't think it's, I, I you. Just, just you didn't know. It's, it's ignorance. Yeah, yeah stu- stupidity is when you do something knowing full well that it's not right. The, the right thing to do. So uh, this was a learning experience for you. And uh, again, I, I I just applaud your uh, your drive to get out there. You got a Jeep. You always wanted a Jeep. You got it. And damn it, I'm going to use it. That's wonderful. There's so many yeah. people that get Jeeps that they never take it off road, and and here you are just uh, you know chomping at the bit to get out there. So that's wonderful. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's um, yeah, it's um, it's fun. And you will it not have very fun. and you will not have any problem. I'm sure finding somebody to follow along oh, or or, no, or not at all or that you can follow off road in that area. Absolutely beautiful area. And uh, like I yeah. said, I'll get you in contact with Don Alexander. Uh, you would be uh, you'll be just amazed at what your Jeep can do, even more so than what you've already uh, experienced. Yeah, and oh, you'll even be, awesome. be surprised that you won't need those big tires and that lift. No, it'll just, be able to, it'll just help you, like in those uh, the yes. big rocks uh, situation. But most of the time, you can uh, navigate your way around those things. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I was, uh, maybe I'll win one like Tammy did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shelly, well, well, thank, thank, so, awesome. thank you so much yeah, for being with us tonight. Thank you so thank much. Thank you both. Keep Thank on you. Jeeping. You guys have a great evening. Didn't quite turn out like how I thought it was going to, but thanks again to Shelly Camper for taking the time to talk about her experience getting stuck and having to be rescued after wheeling alone in Horse Thief Flats. Certainly a harrowing experience, but glad everything turned out right. Hey, do you have an idea for a guest or do you work in the off-road industry? We definitely want to hear from you. Do you know somebody who works in the off-road industry? Maybe you yourself would like to be a guest on the Jeep Talk Show to tell us all about your dog named Zerk. Everybody's got a Jeep story to tell. We want to hear yours. Go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact right now and share your idea for our next great guest. Who knows? Very well, could be you. 
you know, uh, we often say everybody has a, a story to tell, and this this was a perfect situation of of taking what sounded like a cut and dry, going out off road, getting stuck, and then uh, actually having to be rescued. But there was a lot more to the story. It was a very yeah. interesting story, and uh, that's one of the reasons why we like talking to everybody. So uh, we'd love to hear your story. Next week, it's going to be Justin Rand from Rand Innovations, uh, an applications company whose mission is to make Jeepers' lives easier. Well, coming up in a few seconds, we're going to hear a little bit about some events that are happening in your hometown and around the nation in Wheeling Ware. From the mind of Nikki G. This portion of Nikki G brought to you by hot dogs. Want to eat a part of an animal you didn't even know existed? Try hot dogs. <laughs> Paid for by the hot dogs is not a sandwich commission. Hey, this is Nikki G, and I keep having this problem where I'm pretending I'm butter. Wendy tells me to stop, but I can't. I'm on a roll. <laughs> yeah, that's a groaner. It's like I'm not even trying anymore. All right, boys and girls, I'll chat you later. You have a good one. Bye. I don't know. I got a chuckle. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm easy to please. It was, it was like Benny Hill. That was one of his reoccurring jokes was that they would be interviewing him like he was some sort of movie star. And they would ask him if they if he found his role hard. <laughs> and I'm like, good Lord, <laughs> it's the Nikki G show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Jeepers, you've heard us talking about it in the past. Something that we've teased over the last uh, several weeks and months about something that we've had going on uh, kind of on the back burner. What we're talking about here is the largest collection of Jeep-related off-road terminology anywhere on the web. This is the definitive Jeep glossary anywhere on the internet. And uh, but believe me, we've done our research. If you hear something in one of our shows, in one of our episodes that you just didn't quite understand, well, what does LCA mean? Or, or you know, what is a ZJ? You know, stuff like that. You can go back to the jeeptalkshow.com website. And we have a glossary there that it very, tab at the top. It says glossary, very easy to navigate. And you can search through it. It's all listed alphabetical. You can just scroll through it if you'd like. Click on a term. The definition pops up, and it's all right there. Very easy to use. And the uh, on the website, the all-new Jeep Talk Show website, I might add, it is all faster. It is all better. It is all good. And it is all at jeeptalkshow.com. Yeah, we've got the Big Dogs Off-Road presenting Big Dogs Main Jambo. I'm guessing that's short for Jamboree, happening September 6th through the 8th in Gore, Virginia. Uh, this is pretty cool, and they got all sorts of stuff that's happening, so uh, you definitely want to check that one out. We have the Summer's End Bash happening September 13th through the 15th at the Purcell Trench Ranch in Bonners Ferry, Idaho. Out here in the Northwest, got something going on there. This one is going to have everything from beginner to expert hills, trails, rocks, and well, a massive three-acre mud player area. Lots of other cool stuff, too. Of course, if you want to find out more information on these events and more events and all that sort of stuff, links to all the good information, visit the JeepTalkShow.com website for this episode. That's it for the show for this week, my fellow Jeeper. Until next week, be sure to tell a friend or, hell, even tell your grandma about the show. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Warning. The Jeep Talk Show has been offending people since 2010, so we know what we're doing. If you heard something on the show that has offended you, chances are we are just so good at what we do that we didn't even know we did it. Unless we did, in which case we're sorry, not sorry. Podcasting since 2010.